Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Show. Let's join our host, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland. Welcome, everybody, to the Smith and Rowland Show. I've got a question for you, Jason. Yes, sir. How come it is that the music in my ears, mm-hmm. how come it dies down and there's like this just awkward pause before you start? Can you not start and fade the music out at the same time? <laughs> God, I mean, hold on. Come Jason, on. you've been doing this for how long? What did you do to this boy? For how long have you been doing this? Huh? You know what you know, he sounds like? I'm surprised Jeff's even here. Well, I am too. He's he's had a bad day. With, that, well, with, with it being something. the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Let me just say this. I don't shirk on my responsibilities. I need to be gone. I'm going to Peru. Ain't that where you went to or Cuba yeah. or somewhere? <laughs> Peru. Yeah. Something. It's always I'm going somewhere. Sure. How many dogs sure. you got now? Peru. <laughs> what? Whatever you. What happened know. to your I don't know. What happened to your cornflakes? I don't know. I don't know. I figure if I just shut up, he'll quit. <laughs> Jason, I've tried that. It don't, he no, he won't. Jason, he don't quit. Scripture says, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men to the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. Make that connect, Mr. Smith. Well, the only thing I got to say is I we have been our <laughs> our what do you call her? Our producer. Uh, producer. Producer. Yeah, we need to talk to our producer mm-hmm. and to our dispatcher. Mm-hmm. Karen, I, I don't know what you we're know, doing. You know, if she was just Karen up Ellie. here on the show, it would solve exactly. 90% of the problem. I have yeah. said that to her a thousand times till I'm blue mm-hmm. in the face. And I just well, can't do it. No let's stay blue. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. Jason, we got a video. We got a video. <laughs> yeah, we do. You know, I've been you a little. I've been a little, oh. I've been a little busy oh. this week. And I haven't Uh-oh. got to listen to y'all's ramblings. But it seems like y'all have made some people mad. You've not. You've not yeah, listened to yeah, any of our yeah. unplugs? No. No, I've been too busy choking people. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Evidently, I have too. Uh, listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen. Talk to your dispatcher, Mr. Rowland. Yes. How can he say he doesn't shirk his responsibilities? But I we will listen. have an oration about okay. that later in we the We have podcast. got a video. That's really what's put us in this yeah. mood. Yes. Yeah, can, <laughs> it really has. It has put can, y'all, can y'all explain what's going on? Okay, this video, Alistair Biggs. Alistair Biggs. Bags or Biggs? Bags. Bags. Big. Eggs. E-G-G-S. Eggs. Big. B-Eggs. Alistair gave a grandma called in, Jason, wanted to know if she should go to her granddaughter or grandson's wedding. Grandson. Grandson's wedding. And he was gay. And... She asked Alistair, she she said, my grandson already knows how I believe. We've discussed it. No problem, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But she asked Alistair if, if he thought it would be okay for her to go to her grandson's wedding to show him that she still loves him no matter if he is in sin. Now, I don't think this was a church wedding or nothing. It's out by the pond or somewhere. I bet somewhere. you Jeff no. Rowland was probably officiating. <coughs> he could have been. He'd love to. Which means that. it probably didn't even happen. Uh, see, which means the, he was probably like two days late to one, it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Which really means that <laughs> Dustin actually did. <laughs> <laughs> he really means Dustin would have to do it. So she asked Alistair if she should go to her grandson's homosexual wedding. Yeah. 
and Jeff and I discussed that this past week, and Alistair said, well, yeah, I'll go. He, he thought, it, since you, he knows how you believe in yeah. all of that square, mm-hmm. uh, he thought it was fine for her to go just to show her grandson she still loved him. Listen, Jason, he's been kicked off the biggest Christian radio. John MacArthur's kicked him out of his conference circle. You'd have thought he had... Uh, because he told her grandma to go to his... He told her grandma, yeah, go on. So he everybody... Wait, did anybody actually stop and think if grandma wanted... I mean, like if grandson wanted grandma to be there? <laughs> well, I, yeah, well, there's a question. There's, we didn't We didn't. There's a question. Explore. But everybody just is crucifying Alistair Beggs. Yeah. And when you start playing this video, this is a podcast guy that Which, puts up Alistair's video. I think this is his video is at church, so him responding. Yeah, I think he's responding from his pulpit. He pastors in Cleveland, yeah, Ohio. Right. I just wanted to say this much about it so I can get it out of my system. Oh, boy. When we went through the uh, <laughs> Mike Bickle thing. Oh, no. Did you have to bring that up? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, here's here's my thing. Went through the Mike Bickle thing, and everybody that's got a podcast takes advantage of these situations in order to crucify somebody publicly. Right. And condemn them. Lay aside for just a second, if you will. Lay aside. Whether you think they should be crucified and condemned or not. Lay that aside and just think about how stupid and insane that it is for people that profess to know Jesus to get on a podcast on the internet and start picking everything apart that someone says, analyzing it, and then drawing some kind of conclusion of condemnation about it. I'm talking about in terms of, you know, let's throw all of Bob Jones's prophecies up there mm-hmm. and talk about how unqualified, undignified, and how out in left field all of them are. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about every possibility of sin that is in Mike Bickle. Let's talk about everything that you disagree with from Alistair Begg. And can I tell you, that is a larger representation of the institution of the church on the Internet that you have. Mm-hmm. That's the largest representation that you have is people that that do that. You know, the times that we're living in now, I've got I've got several problems. And I know that, you know, here we are doing a podcast. But my point is this, in church life since I've been on the earth, all we have done is traded one tradition for another tradition. We've been in that business all along. We traded pews for chairs, pulpits for glass tabletops choirs for bands, dress clothes for jeans, and called it God. And when, in fact, all we did is create another tradition. Now the church, because of technology, has rolled into the Internet, and it seems that we're building a tradition on the Internet of how we can crucify church leaders. What is the best way to crucify church leaders is to get up and say, what what they said is just, I mean, he used the word and or if, and then they t- begin to twist and pervert half of what the guy said into something he really now you're talking say. about podcasters. Yes, exactly. Which is now a large representation of the church on the internet. And well, they say that they represent the church, Jeff. Well, I know they are. 
<laughs> they are. <laughs> well, they, and that's my problem. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they say. If we got idiots like this they, guy that we're about to show uh, out there representing the church, yeah, Jeff, then, then yeah, well, he's an idiot. He's a complete <laughs> raving lunatic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and are. I got a problem with yeah. John MacArthur. Grow yeah. a backbone. Just have a backbone. And quit being so, oh, I can't have him speak at this conference because my view and his view don't match. Our T's don't cross the same way and our I's don't Well, everybody, the, the orthodox guys are saying that Alistair has went the ways of the world in telling this grandma it's okay to go to her grandson's wedding. Now, you and I this past week, you know, we discussed this saying, if they were having it in a traditional church, I might have a little trouble with that. I would have a problem. But, I mean, Christians don't even have it at church no more. So I can't, no. I can't imagine. I got as big a problem with a, a man and a woman that grew up in church and professed to know Christ and won't get married in a church. They'd rather get married over here at this bar so they can get drunk after the wedding. I got a problem with that. Well, uh, yeah, you got a lot of problems here, it looks yeah, like. I do. I, so I, I think I qualified it by saying hey, Don't be I got picking on the Lutherans. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid this, this ain't this Lutherans, baby. So we got this problem. As far as I, you and I in discussion this past week, Jeff, we said that to start with, if they, those two guys hitch up, that's not a Christian ceremony. I don't care how it's you not, couch no, it's it. it's pagan. It's a pagan ceremony. It's, a, it's, it's not a Christian. Right. So whatever. And the Christian church, it's supposed to be and used to be. It was said in, in the actual ceremony. It was said as if anybody has any reason, they think this union shouldn't take mm. place. Uh, forever hold you, speak now, forever mm. hold your peace. Well, it's a good thing they took that one out. But that used to be the case because the church was to be there and support the wedding. They're part mm-hmm. of the union. They're, the church is part of the accountability of the marriage. And so I can see in that case, if the two guys were getting married in a Christian church, couching it as a Christian ceremony, I would beg to do I would have a little problem there. Now, I'm not, Alistair Begg didn't say any of that. My understanding was they were having it down by the pond or lake or somewhere. Is It wasn't in a Christian venue at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just wanted to show her grandson she still loved him, even though she didn't agree with him. And they'd already had those talks, Jason. That's and that's, that's the thing is about that part. Alistair Begg made that clear. Very clear. Does he know how you feel about this? Yes. And now... Let me just quickly say And she this. said yes. Yeah. If Alistair Begg had gotten the pulpit and said, you know what? I believe it's okay for us to give our blessing and sanction homosexual marriage. Yeah. I would say he's disqualified no, yeah. to leave the church. Yeah, but he didn't say that. But that's not, not, what, that's not even close he's to He's talking about a grandma going, going to her grandson's, grandson's wedding. He's saying it was his wedding. But and and some she kind was of in a struggle about it because she didn't agree with it. She had told the grandson she didn't agree with it, mm-hmm. but still she's asking and him, should Begg, I go to the He wedding? also said, listen, that was just that situation with that grandma. He said, I don't, every situation's it's different, different, is That's what he right. said. So what we're going into now is this podcaster, I don't know the guy's name, I'm sure Jason will show us. My hat's off to him for doing the podcast, wherever I totally disagree with him. And uh, I think if, if he's, you know, just like us, if we're a big enough man to say it, we need to be big enough men to take the criticism. Absolutely. And, and I, I'm all, I and I'm all that. for that. Yeah. I'm all for that. So my, my, my point on the podcasting part is that I fear that we're building a tradition of church on the Internet, much like church buildings have traded one tradition for another. God's mm-hmm. not in none of it, and God's not in, I don't think, podcasters getting up and critiquing 
other church leaders for the sole purpose of pointing out what they think are failures. Well, you've got all of the different streams are using the Internet in which they are combating each other. Instead of trying somebody, come on, Jesus, somebody trying to say, can we not come together? On, and I know that sounds weak to some people, but somewhere or another, the army of Christ, we got to walk together somewhere. And there's a difference between having a doctrinal discussion with right. someone that, where you maybe disagree doctrinally. That's right. There's a difference between that and saying that they're disqualified from serving God. That's cancel. What? That's cancel culture. That's worse. And he, this guy, addresses a little bit of cancel culture in yeah. his podcast, and he's guilty of doing it. Yeah. And he says you don't want to do that, but that's what he's that's doing. What he's doing to can- cancel someone like Alistair Begg. And I, I'll say this: if you've never heard him preach, find him on the internet and listen to him. You will be stirred, challenged, mm-hmm. and I think he's one of the greatest preachers mm-hmm. in the country. Mm-hmm. So anyway, anyway, you ready, uh, Jason? Yeah. This is Brylan Riggs. <laughs> Brylan uh, Riggs. Is, he is a YouTuber, podcaster. Well, he'll appreciate Brian. us talking about him. I know. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'll read his about section. He said, how do y'all, um, I'm Brylan. I would love for you to join this community by subscribing, becoming one of our insider members. Make sure to comment on, on our videos because we really enjoy getting to know our subscribers. Well, good. Well, well I, I think we'll be outsiders. We can leave him a comment, too. Instead of insiders. Okay. Well, I have nothing. I have no idea what he's going to say. All right. Go okay. Ahead. Well, so I'm going to start just, it off here. They started. I just heard a little of it. I might yeah. be. I might be. Getting well, I mean, there's a lot of it. He goes into mm-hmm. a lot. So we're going to ask you to stop it from time to time. Here you we got go. It. What's his name? Brylan Riggs. Howdy, y'all. I'm Brylan. What a sad, sad turn of events it oh, has sad. been over the last week or so with Alistair Begg. You know, we're not going to go over everything again in this video, but if you want to be caught up because you don't know exactly what's going on for some reason, go check out my video called This Famous Pastor Just Compromised. I also put this absolutely breaks my heart because Alistair Begg has been a respected, faithful pastor for decades. And I really respect the man and his teaching. And I don't know how much more gracious I could have been in that video, by the way, I beseeched people uh, to show grace, to wait for him to come out and address this, to recant of it, not to cancel him right away. You know, that's something that people love to do is you hear one thing you disagree with and boom, that person is canceled forever. Um, So Christians are guilty of that as well, believe it or not. But Alistair Begg, um, released uh, a message, if you will, uh, on his uh, during his Sunday church service. Hey, he looks like and Paul McCartney. He talked about what the the advice that he gave to this grandmother about attending the LGB wedding. I'm sure you've seen clips of this as well, but you know what? I want to go through and look at just a couple of clips from this message because if I'm going to be completely honest with you, <laughs> it's an absolute tragedy to hear what Alistair Begg is about to say in this message to those who have, I think, rightly called out uh, Alistair Begg's inconsistency with saying that uh, this grandmother should attend the LGB twan wedding uh, of her granddaughter or son. But real quick, since Alistair Begg is unapologetic and he absolutely will not 
change his stance on this, and we're going to see some pretty Can I get you to harsh right quick? from Alistair Beck. Oh, it's already starting. Man. It's already starting. Okay. <laughs> One thing he said, needs to be, he, and this needs to be corrected. Alistair Begg did not tell the grandmother that you should attend. She asked the question, should she attend? And he say, he gave her permission to attend. Mm-hmm. That's all. He didn't say, oh, by all means, without any doubt. Mm-hmm. That's my understanding now. Now, if my understanding's wrong, I need to be corrected on it. But my understanding is that he did not tell the grandmother, you need to go there. That's not what he said that I understand. Well, I've just heard it uh, one time, and I don't remember that. Message, unfortunately. Hey, real quick, would you mind hitting that thumbs up button? You know when you like this video to get pushed out to more people, and it would really help spread the truth. It's extremely sad to see. And, you I'm know, tempted to stop like, again. Uh, American Family Radio completely dropped Alistair Begg after having him on their platform for for a number of years and years and years. All of a sudden, Alistair Begg is gone. Also, uh, Reformation Network or RefNet. What a wonderful app this is, by the way. Go check it out. I personally have this app on my phone and listen to it frequently. And honestly, I truly wonder what R.C. Sproul would have to say to Alistair Begg if he were still with us today, I don't think R.C. Sproul would have taken this would have taken this lightly at all. So you got American Family Radio, you have uh, Reformation Network Radio, Legionnaire uh, dropping Alistair Begg for the time being. But also, you're going to see that the Shepherds Conference. This is uh, a huge conference for pastors to feed and shepherd pastors. But you know, this is put on by John MacArthur uh, and. You can see that Alistair Begg was scheduled to teach at the Shepherds Conference, along with other many great men. I have a lot of respect for for most of these men. But when you update the page here, I want you to see this. You can see Alistair Begg is no longer featured as a speaker at the Shepherds Conference. And this is because John MacArthur and Begg had a phone call. Uh, Begg had been scheduled to speak in March at the Shepherds Conference, a major reformed evangelical pastors gathering led by California pastor and author John MacArthur. After Begg's comments became public, he and MacArthur talked and decided the controversy would be an unnecessary distraction, according to a spokesman for Grace to You. That spokesman is Phil Johnson. Love that guy. Pastor MacArthur's counsel on that issue would be completely different from the counsel Alistair Begg said he gave in inquiring grandmother, said Phil Johnson. So both agreed that it was necessary for Pastor Begg to withdraw, which I think is a smart decision when you look at what uh, Alistair Begg has to say in this message here. Can you Again, stop there, completely. So here we see that they're disagreeing on what a pastor says to a grandma. We have this huge thing out here in this woke culture called canceled culture. That's when you disagree with somebody on one point, you then cancel them from life. You tear them out of your phone book. You're just you've canceled them. And there's not there's the Christian community has had a lot of uproar about cancel culture, the woke culture. But yet I'm afraid our brothers in Christ here don't realize that they're doing the exact same thing. I think that now I know and you know that this is being done out of a religious type spirit. Now that'll get us a lot of listeners on it. 
you know, out of a religious type spirit. But I'll also say to you, the woke, the cancel culture is also a religious type spirit. It's the same thing. Same, same. Same, same. Yeah. I totally agree. Alistair Big pastors a church in Cleveland, Ohio. John MacArthur pastors a church in Sun Valley, Sun Valley, California. This is what started me thinking about. And the reason I made the statements I made earlier about trading traditions. Mm-hmm. Somehow the churches identified with a corporate model of saying, well, this is the way they're doing church there, then it looks like it's working, so let's adopt that model. Now, on the surface, that seems, you know, okay, but it's not because the church is a living organism. And just as the individual is fearfully and wonderfully made, so should be the identity of each individual church. I talked about this this morning at the Grace Place. Every individual church should be its own identity. When you go to a cookie-cutter model, again, we've traded pews for chairs, and you can go into all of that thing, you know, choirs for bands, and all we did was build another tradition. That's yeah, all we did. They're not saying this is a okay. tradition, are they? No, but what I'm here's the point I'm trying to make. Alistair Begg's congregation in Cleveland, Ohio, would be uniquely designed for that autonomous body, just like John MacArthur's congregation in Sun Valley, California, would be strategically designed for that particular expression. If everybody's supposed to say, I'm not talking about doctrine now, mm-hmm. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about the fundamentals of the faith, the inerrancy of Scripture, but I'm talking about in terms of how you would counsel a grandmother would be completely different from one congregation to another congregation because it's a completely different expression. Mm -hmm. If you go to a cookie-cutter model, then that means that you've got to cross your T's like everybody. You might as well be a clone. And I just don't think God's in that. It seems like the way these people are talking that it's not about... It's almost like Alistair Beck. I don't even know what Alistair Beck says. He won't ever play the dang clip. Yeah, but it's almost like he, he's treating the situation like Alistair Begg told the grandson to go get married. That's yeah, the way right. everybody's that's, talking. That's, yeah, what we're trying to do is say that Alistair Begg is condoning homosexual marriage, and he's not. Alistair Begg is the greatest voice that whole circuit's got. Ah, there's no doubt. He's the, the, rest, he's the and, best and preacher and of all. The best preacher of all. And it looks like to me the rest of them are showing their jealousy. I'm just honest with you. You know what? I I'm totally just honest with you. Completely agree. So they found a little something that could be debatable. I mean, like a, a grandmother, somebody get come on, pick up an alligator or something. A grandmother. And I it, mean, it reminds me, guys. You remember that grandmother on January sixth that went in there and she had a little flag, yeah, right? In, in right. cap. You remember that, Jason? Uh, that's right. She had this little flag flying, <laughs> <laughs> flying around, yeah. and, and that—that's somebody and that I think taken over jail, didn't they? Didn't yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and my my thing is on the tradition side. Is that that's part of that religious spirit of mm-hmm. wokeism? Mm-hmm. It turns into a traditional model that people have to follow. Well, Bang, you have to adhere to. Alistair is saying something, Jason. Jeff and Jason, it's obvious yeah. that these other guys are clueless to what he's saying. I agree. Alistair I, is I saying something I absolutely that these other agree. guys are clueless yes. and on he, what he's... And he, he taps into that a little let's, bit. Let's show yeah. a little more here, Jason. Right. Maybe he'll, you'll get yeah, to he'll see get a little of it, Jason. Yeah. It's such a, a terribly sad thing to see if we can hold it through this guy. essentially yeah. go on the attack um, for those 
who are sticking up for a right biblical response to what he said to this grandmother. And I just want to point out as well, before we watch some of this, that a lot of people are saying that the, the, the advice that Alistair Begg gave to this grandmother was private personal advice. Well, if that was the case, then why did Alistair Begg go on his radio show and announce it to the world as if it was something that was only personally meant to be for this grandmother and nobody else? If that were truly the case, he wouldn't have announced it to everybody else. And he even prefaced his answer by saying, you know, a lot of people aren't going to like this answer. And then he said it anyway. So he knew, he knows, and he kind of refutes himself by saying he knows that people aren't going to like the answer and then gives his answer. People don't like it. Hey, guy, you're not doing it trying to say what people like. He's going to say that he had no idea people wouldn't. (laughs) The only grace I have towards him is because he's a ginger. The inconsistencies are staggering. (laughs) And we're going to look at a few more of them. In that conversation with that grandmother, I was concerned about the well-being of their relationship more than anything else. Praise God. Hence my counsel. Don't misunderstand that in any way at all. If I was in the receiving end of another question about another situation from another person in another time, I may answer absolutely differently. Do you hear that? But in that case, I answered in that way, and I would not answer in any other way, no matter what anybody it's says. It's the Holy the Spirit led him to answer. The, last 10 days. the defiance you're going to hear from Alistair Begg on this is just a tragedy. Really. Okay, please stop. Please stop. <laughs> please stop it. Please stop it. Count to three. No other clarification really needs to be made than what he just said. In some other different situation, I would have maybe answered it completely different. Mm-hmm. But in this situation, I was concerned about their relationship, which gives you insight into the details of the question as to why the grandmother was asking to start with. Mm-hmm. So his counsel was not even as much it didn't really have a whole lot to do with the wedding part. It had something to do with, with the, the grandmother right. and the grandson. That's right. It's what it was all about. And it? and here's my point is, I have grandchildren. Mm-hmm. You have grandchildren. God forbid that they stray off of the path of godliness and the word of God and decide to do something like this. But I'll say this without any hesitation or doubt. I would not officiate their wedding. I don't think there's any concern about that, Jeff. Probably not. Because you're not going to show up. Uh, yeah, well, no, yeah. <laughs> my point is I would be there yeah. for my grandchildren. Right. Yeah. I would be there. That has nothing. Because it has nothing to do with my stamp of approval. They would know how I feel. I will make sure that they know how Probably I feel. Probably a hundred times it. over. Yeah, exactly. And I'm right. sure that grandson uh, does of the grandmother. But nonetheless, as you said, Alistair Bay, if you didn't understand what he just said. Yeah, that's the whole thing. You just don't really get it. You don't get it at all. And you don't you don't get what it's like to pastor. Well, he's uh, talking like a pastor. Yeah. He's pastoring. He's pastoring a grandma. For somebody to so just somebody shut up, does shut up their mouth. Does stick a fork in your I mean, ear. it's just stupid. Yeah, it's it just is. stupid. Go ahead, Jason, before we say something. Never the case I would never I should never have said it in the first place. If you want to me to recant and to repent. To repent? I, 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 I repent daily. I like this Because I say a lot of things that I shouldn't say. I mean, check with Sue. But the fact <laughs> of the matter is, I'm not ready to repent over this. I don't have to. Alistair Begg will not 
change his mind on. Okay, I don't like this guy. <laughs> wait yeah, a minute. I just can't do it. You see why I was in the mood I was in? Why are we listening to this? Yeah, I agree. Come on, Jason. You're supposed to be the moderator. Jason, you're the moderator. No way he's trying so hard. Gingers don't go to heaven. Jason. I ain't going to repent. All right, play. According to his heart's desire in these moments when he gave this sermon hopefully again that changes i believe it can absolutely and let's pray that it does because alistair begg has been a wonderful faithful teacher for so many I'm years glad but i want got you to approval. listen to what he has to say about his christianity compared to american christianity now listen to this real and then i want here. to refute what he has to say here yeah and i've lived here for 40 years and those who know me best know that when we talk theology when we talk stuff i i've always said i am a little bit out of sync with the american evangelical world amen for this reason that i am the product of british evangelicalism represented by john stott Martin Lloyd-Jones, Eric Alexander, Sinclair Ferguson, Derek Prime. I am a product of that. I have never been a product of American fundamentalism. I come from a world in which it is possible for people to actually grasp the fact that there are nuances in things. So there's a few very concerning things here that Alistair Begg is talking about, that for 40 years he's been out of sync with what his own congregation you can't say that well that's not what he meant guys that is not well, exactly what close he meant. To what he's talking about please turn that off that right now that's not just, even just close now, how did y'all find this guy <laughs> you understand why i'm in the mood i'm in right <laughs> he mentioned alstrobeck mentioned martin lloyd jones uh, yeah Derek prime i've got writings by all these guys books yeah. that they've written different things this is why it got me to thinking about this cookie-cutter model of church, mm -hmm. if we heard what he said. He was more influenced by British evangelicalism mm -hmm. than he is American fundamentalism, right. is, is what he said. Now, I was raised in American fundamentalism, but I can say that because there is no cookie-cutter model for church, and there shouldn't be, even though we try our very best to make this church like that church and that church like this church because this is what we think God looks like in this way that we do things. Alan, I've got such a huge problem with that. Don't you, really? Well, I mean, you got I mean, seriously. Really, seriously, you got enough for both of us. <laughs> I got a problem with that. I got, a, I got a problem with that. I mean, and I see where you're coming from and when you were saying that. You know, about the traditions yeah. and all that. I mean, I was getting where you were coming from, and also based off of what yes. you said there. But listen, Jeff, I hate to tell you this, mm -hmm. but Beg, I mean, he's talking over this guy's head. And evidently, John MacArthur and those guys, evidently they're not hearing. I'm, the only all. thing they're doing is showing the ignorance. Uh, really? I'm they not. are. And that's so disappointing. That, that, well, amazing. it's embarrassing. But somebody that's, needs to help pull your britches up. I, don't th I think mm. there's more going on here than this little spat okay. between MacArthur and Begg. I don't know much about Begg at all. I've never listened to the guy. It's the first time I've ever heard he's him. He's a great preacher. He, he probably, I'm sure he is. But he's not fitting their model. 
he's not conforming to their box. That's my point. That's I don't part, know, at least I don't part know how of my long point. he's been in their well, group. Well, here's this is part of the reformed yeah. camp. That's what uh, I'm saying. Yeah. He's not fitting into that model yeah. of whatever that is. He's not going along with it. That's this podcast. What he he is your cookie cutter reform young reformed man. Yeah. That's and Alistair's not fitting into their cookie cutter. No. At all. And now, it shows. I, and I, I like MacArthur. I like oh, Piper. I, do I too. love He's a great to preacher. And I'll I still like listen Martin, to him. I like Martin Luther. Um, they're not Jesus. No. None of those people no, are Jesus. They're not. I just, I get Before tired of the whole haughty talty thing. <laughs> you get tired of the whole. I mean, this. The haughty talty. It's a haughty talty. Haughty. That's a haughty new word. Talty. That sounds like British. It's haughty totty. Haughty totty. Yeah, so I get tired of it. I, I think Big J's getting tired of it. Yeah, I want. Now y'all need to keep stay calm and collective, like so Eddie Pete here. Through this video. Eddie Pete here. Well, let me tell you. Like, I, I don't know that we can do a whole lot more. Well, let's do a little. Hey, Jason, I also ahead. sent you on an email a little clip from Alistair Begg. Okay, you want to play it too? We'll play it in a minute if you don't mind. Yeah, I'll go. Well, he's ready. about done on this podcast to beg talking. Yeah, I'll go yeah. ahead and play. It's, it's play a lot, lot now. It's just the idiot yeah. in the corner. In Ohio, in America, so he's a product of British Christianity, if 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 you will, and he names men like Martin Lloyd Jones or Sinclair Ferguson, men who I have learned a lot from and who I deeply respect, who would never, I believe, give the advice that Alistair Begg gave. So there there is no excuse for what he's saying because he's naming men that I don't think would agree with him. It really is just, uh, I think, a major excuse without just taking time to truly look at what's going on here and the advice and the counsel of faithful men that have come alongside him. Pretty much everybody that is in his same camp, literally everybody disagrees with him and has thought, made that known, and I'm sure worse. has made that known to him. Stop, Jay. Stop, Jay. He's still refused. Either hurry or cut you? this off. <laughs> I think you? we need to talk <laughs> rather than him. <laughs> I don't, you? Roland's getting oh. nauseated over there, oh, it's Jay. Bad. It's he, bad. I'm bad. already sick. I didn't need that. That's to the point that you don't. Uh, Jay, if you, do you, what would you they show it? What would he do to us? I mean, what if he does one on us? Oh, I wish he would. Huh? Listen, listen. This guy's like I, I, a, I need a thirty-year-old Greta. Uh, he's he's a thirty-year-old kindergartner. He needs to blow his nose. He composes like okay, Daddy P. Watch, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> People that are that immature shouldn't be let out in public and doing a podcast. No, 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 no. That's the same. That's paramount to putting a. 12-year-old in as a pastor of a church Perhaps somewhere. we've left our topic. Let, let me read from Hebrews 13, just a second, if I can find my mouse here. I want to read this passage. Okay. We have an altar whereof they have no right to eat which serve the tabernacle. Mm-hmm. For the bodies of those beasts whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin are burned mm-hmm. without the camp. Right. Wherefore, Jesus also that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered without the gate. Let us go forth, therefore, unto him without the camp. That's what it says. Bearing his reproach. Yeah. I just wanted to point something out here. Jesus went outside of the camp of the Pharisees and the Sanhedrin. Right. We were called 
to go outside the camp with him to bear, bear his reproach. He went out the gate of Jerusalem to be crucified. Here's what happens so often. And people, we lose it. The one reason I see it is because of my age, and I've been in mm-hmm. church all my life, so I've went from one culture of church into another mm-hmm. culture of church. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here, but here's, if you trace it down through history, this happens all the time. Here's what happens. The church gets sick by a religious spirit. That's right. And you move from that outside that camp to freshness and newness. Mm-hmm. What happens is, instead of continuing to move, you build another camp. And so you're called then to go outside of that camp. That's right. And you go outside of that camp, guess what? You build another camp. Mm-hmm. See, it's a constant cycle. And it's because we have not caught on to the fact that this salvation is individual. It's personal. It's a personal walk with God. What governs, we talked one time in a podcast, that something that may be sin to you, I don't, it may not be sin to me. Something that's sin to me may not be sin to you. Expressions. Boy, that just got us in trouble. Uh, well, yeah. hey. Especially with this guy. Okay, cool. I'm glad. We need to be in trouble. Because they know, need to leave people like Beg alone. I don't get it. What Beg said was not bad. It wasn't bad at all. I mean, to now, my listen, point. Now, let's switch it up. Somebody <laughs> calls in and they said, my grandson is an alcoholic and he's at the bar every day. Would it be wrong for me to go in there and sit down and talk with him? It would be right for you to do that. What's the difference? There's not no difference. What's That's the difference point? than saying, grandmother, go to your grandson. You're, I mean, he's, she's, not, she's already con- not condoned the event. Right. Which to your earlier right. point and to what you said there is something deeper going on with Big, yeah. and yeah. it's a jealousy thing. I'm yeah. afraid it. I hate. To, I hate to say that. It absolutely has to be. There's, there's just, no other rationale. So these guys are smarter than this. So we got a, I mean, we got a, couple, we got a couple comments. Let me read just one verse here, Jason, before yep. you start. Sorry. Matthew nine ten. The Pharisees there rebuked Jesus for eating with sinners. Mm-hmm. Jesus responded, "It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick." That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I how mean, much plainer not, you can be. That's not that complicated. The narrative primarily shows Jesus' emphasis on mercy as opposed to self-righteous judgment. Yeah. And that is totally what you have going on here. Yeah. Go ahead, Jay. Go ahead. So we got one comment from Facebook. It's uh, from Josh. He says, that guy seems to wish he could have a chance to be Alistair's handler or interpreter so as not to offend the religious folks. He's being offended for everyone, even though the majority probably aren't offended. Old at Heart from YouTube says, I don't think MacArthur was showing ignorance. I think Beg made the call so he didn't invite any unnecessary drama into the event, keeping the purpose of the event the top priority. Which I, I that, that no, very well true. could be yeah. on the conference side. I think that's but true. But the problem is, is that MacArthur has canceled Beg. Yeah. It goes deeper than just well, that conference. What it, well, what they're saying is, Alistair actually withdrew, which was what we read there. There could have been, yeah. yeah. But there is a deeper situation in that he is ousted from amongst the shepherds. I mean, Alistair would would have to say, hey, okay, John, if you'd like to withdraw, I will. And then John could have said, oh, no, no, no. What John should have said (laughs) was, what John should have said was, under the circumstances, I can't. You have to be here. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, I right. mean, it's it, now this becomes. It's, matter of fact, we're going to make you the keynote speaker. That's right. And then I'm going to stand. He up missed and a say, one, He missed a wonderful opportunity. Great opportunity. MacArthur could have stood up and said, 
Now, we know of the controversy that's going on. I would have offered different advice, MacArthur could have said. Mm -hmm. But I I do want to say that this is a man of God that loves the Lord. He's a great preacher. Now, Now, see, well, here's my point. That's what should happen. And that never happens. It's not what happened Uh, in the camp of the Pharisee. No, it's it's not what happens. Mm -hmm. So Jesus goes outside the camp. Mm Mm-hmm. Where the refuge is, That's where right. the burnt beasts That's are, right. where That's the sacri- right. the dung is mm, being burnt. Says, That's yeah. where he goes. And then so you go out there, and you go out of that camp. And my point is, we end up building a darn camp there. Mm-hmm. Every time. We trade traditions. We just trade traditions is all we do. And it happens in preaching. It happens in music. It happens well, some in of these church traditions life. life. It's like that aren't too good. And you know, no, that's Big, Big really gave the best advice. He probably knew by sending the grandmother to this wedding, he was going to ruin She's going to ruin the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She said, back there praying for the salvation. If it had been Jason, my grandmother. Did, yeah, that's right. It would have been. Jason, did you happen to queue up? I do. All right, let's are, are y'all this? done? Are y'all done with this guy? Yeah, video? yeah, please. Yeah, let's we're be done. done. I mean, I'd like to go home, but it's obvious, Jeff. Can't. I can't. I yeah. can't handle it. I'll bow out. I'll be the one to bow out. All right, here's Alistair Begg. Now, this is what we love him. This is normal Alistair Begg. This is Alistair Begg. Yeah. Without the preaching of the cross, without preaching the cross to ourselves all day and every day, we will very, very quickly revert <laughs> to faith plus works as the ground of our salvation. Mm. So that to go to the old uh, Fort Lauderdale question, if you were to die tonight and, and, and you were getting entry into heaven, what would you say? If you answer that, and if I answer it in the first person, we've immediately gone wrong. Because I... Because I believed, because I have faith, because I am this, because I am continuing. Loved ones, the only proper answer is in the third person, because he, because he. Think about the thief on the cross. And what an immense, I I, I can't wait to find that fellow one day to ask him, how did that shake out for you? Because you 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 were cussing the guy out with your friend. You've never been in a Bible study. You never got baptized. You, never, you didn't know a thing about church membership. And, and, yet, and yet, you made it. You made it. How did you make it? That's what the angel must have said. You know, like, what are you doing here? Well, I don't know. What, what do you mean you don't know? Well, because like, I don't know. Well, you know, we, uh, did Excuse me, let me get my supervisor. They go get the supervisor ranger. So we have just a few questions for you. First of all, are you are you are you are you clear on the doctrine of justification by faith? Guys, <laughs> okay, so I've never heard of it in my life. And and what about? Let's just go to the doctrine of scripture immediately. This guy's just staring. And eventually, in frustration, he says, "On on what basis are you here?" And he said. The man on the middle cross said, I can come. <laughs> now, now, that's the, that is the only answer. That is the only answer. And if I don't preach the gospel to myself all day and every day, then I will find myself beginning to trust myself, trust my experience, which is part of my fallenness as a man. 
If I take my eyes off the cross, I can then give only lip service to its efficacy while at the same time living as if my salvation depends upon me. And as soon as you go there, it will lead you either to abject despair or a horrible kind of arrogance. And it is only the cross of Christ that deals both with the dreadful depths of despair and the pretentious arrogance of the pride of man that says, you know, I can figure this out and I'm doing wonderfully well. No, because the sinless Savior died, my sinful soul is counted free for God the just is satisfied to look on him and pardon me. That's why Luther says most of your Christian life is outside of you in this sense that we know that we're not saved by good works. We're not saved as a result of our professions, but we're saved as a result of what Christ has achieved. Well, I'll be scared to criticize that, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'm, you know... I mean, have you ever heard the gospel being given any plainer no, than that? No, no. I have never heard it given any better. I mean, no, me whole, I mean, I get saved right all over again every time I hear. That's it. exactly right. That whole the whole thing about I. I mean, it's just gracious. that to me. But but watch, we have a deep rooted tradition building in the internet church and the world of podcast by trying to find leaders like that where they can point out one little shortcoming that they don't like, and then pin them to the wall for it, cancel them out. And that's that's a strategy from Satan. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Oh, Josh, you know, Brother Josh, he give, he chimed in again after that video. He said, that was just awesome. Yeah. I mean, there just hallelujah. Well, listen, guys, we're out yeah. of time, Big J. We've we, done, are, we hit it right on the... Right well, on the, I planned it out. If y'all just follow my lead from now on. Jason, <laughs> let's do cancel culture on old rolling there. I feel... I've done been canceled. Oh, <laughs> Odin Hart, he's going to wrap us up here. Okay, he said, he said he Beg was wearing a suit. His theology must be sound. <laughs> <laughs> I like Odin Hart. That's right. All right, Big J. Why don't yeah. you pray us pray out of here? Somebody else pray. I've got too many buttons. To push. Okay. Right. Go ahead, Jeff. Lord, we love you today. You're so wonderful. And God, we do pray for Alistair Begg. I know he's one of your choice mm-hmm. servants. And I pray you'll just comfort him. And Lord, I, there's there's a lot of things that I would disagree with Alistair Begg on. He would disagree with me on. But you've placed your, your spirit on him. And you've chose him to be a proclaimer of your good news in this day so i pray that through this you'll open doors for him and and the doors that's been closed send him outside that camp mm-hmm. uh, to a group of people that'll hear him mm-hmm. and lord uh, the ears that are open will hear him and so i pray that you'll bless him i pray god that you'll have your way in our lives and forgive me of uh, anger <laughs> And help me to uh, overcome that. And Lord, I pray you'll use the Smith and Rowland show um, in some way that somebody will hear it and be encouraged to serve you Amen. and follow you and be a disciple of yours. <clears throat> and just leave Alistair alone. Yes, yeah, Lord, that's right. <laughs> Lord, uh, Come on, let, let all these guys find find 
us and then criticize me mm-hmm. and not even Alan and Jason. Just mm-hmm. let them say, look what an idiot. And mm-hmm. I, I, that'd be fine. No, we'll say it, man. That's Amen. And, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I know they will. And then you'll forgive them for it, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thank you for joining today's Smith & Rowan Show. You can check out our website at kingdompropheticsociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at smithandrowanshow.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.